What's going on, Authentic Minds? I hope everybody out there is doing well. I know during this time, that's easier said than done. But, um, like I say, I just hope that you're able, if you lost your job, if um, there's anything that you need, any resources that you, you can find them, if there's any information I wish I could give, I don't know anything, um, but... Like I say, this is real times due to COVID. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have, um, have, you know, they, they, they can't seem to do what they want to do. Um, we're on really bad times due to this time and this pandemic. So I just wanted to put, uh, say that at first. So secondly, I want to say, um, if you, if you can, I have, uh, two copies of, I have two copies of my two books. Um, if you want to buy them off me, just email me at jfreemanoliver at gmail.com. Or you can, you, can, um, you can inbox me on my Facebook or my Instagram. Instagram is at johnoliver368 about my books. And I will ship them to you directly or you can get them on Amazon. So today I wanted to talk about authority. I wanted to talk about authority because I feel like it's definitely needed during this time where, where we're talking about politicians. We have Joe Biden, we have Donald Trump. I know a lot of people don't like him, like, like either one or like one and don't like the other, whatever. But I felt like it's a necessary topic to talk about due to the pol- due to the politics. And um, I'm not going to talk about politics because I really don't get into it. But I will talk about authority and my viewpoint on authority here on Authentic Minds. I like to talk about where the real is uncommon. So I want to talk about a story um, when I was in high school. So I remember when I was in the 10th grade and I played uh, JV football. You know, I can remember I was playing linebacker and I didn't start. So at this point in my life, I was I was trying to play. You know, I had played most of my life and um you know, I decided to play. Um, I, I didn't play my ninth grade year, so I said to myself, you know, let me let me play, uh, let me get on, let me, let me play, uh, due to uh, me having played in about a year, because I had played fourth through eighth grade. And so, to make a long story short, um, I wanted to I wanted to prove to myself that I could play high school football. Didn't turn out the way I thought it would, so. Um, it was it was a real struggle for me at this time because at this time a lot of the a lot of the kids that I grew up around they got they got much taller than me much bigger than me and um I still seem to be the same height which was funny um but um I wanted so badly to play though and um like I say through 4th through 8th grade I played football that I always started so my thing was if I started then I should be started now and um, so I was practicing and practicing and practicing, thinking I was going to get some playing time, some PT, as they call it. Um, so, um, you know, the first three games I didn't play. And I was, you know, I was I was kind of disappointed by the coach. I was kind of disappointed that I wasn't playing. I was I was like, you know, I, I, I want to get on the field. And um, I felt I felt. I felt really bad about it. I felt really angry about it. You know, I didn't express it a lot to people, but I did. And, um, 
you know, just just follow the story so I can get into what I'm trying to get into to, to help you guys out. You know, so anyways, I was practicing, practicing, practicing. Like I say, I thought I wanted to play in time. So the fourth game comes around, and um, I tell the coach I wanted to get in. So the coach promised me he would get me in the game. You know, I, I, I say, you know, I've been practicing. You know, you know, would it be possible I could get in? He said, yeah, I'll, I'll put you in. He said this in front of the other players um, in the locker room, yada, yada, yada. So the game comes around, and um, it's time to play. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm all amped up. I'm like, man, I'm finna, I'm finna get in this game, and um, I'm, finna, I'm finna really, really do some damage on the field. So, um, so you know, my heart, my heart is racing. I'm, I'm, uh, my dad's on the, on the, um, my dad's behind me. He's sitting behind me. And then, the craziest part was I had a friend of mine. I had a few friends of mine who were at the game, but mostly I had a friend who was playing for the other team. So this game, um, I really wanted to prove to everybody that I could play. You know, so halftime comes, we get in the locker room, I haven't been put in the game. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, I got we got two more quarters of the game. You know, I'm going to get in. So the third quarter comes around, then the fourth quarter comes around. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, yeah, I'm still going to get in. He promised me he will put me in the game. All right. So after the fourth quarter comes around, I'm I'm all amped up. You know, I'm like, this is my chance to prove myself to my dad and my friends. You know, it's finally time for me to play. And then suddenly the referee blew the whistle, you know, and the game was finished. And the team, and um, there was no, there was no hitting. Nobody was playing. Nobody was, nobody was, um, nobody was, was running on the field. Nobody was doing nothing. So at that moment, I'm thinking to myself, this, this, this can't be real because I just got promised I was going to get in the game. I had been practicing hard that I wanted to get in the game, and I couldn't get in. So this don't make sense. If you promise me, in my head, this is how I processed it. I said, if you promise me as the authority, going back to authority, as the authority, you promised me that you would put me in. And then I can only do so much to get in. Then what else could I do? So I'm I'm real pissed off at this moment because I'm like, I'm like this. You just promised me what 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 other thing I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but you get the point like if somebody promises you something if, if your job prom- if your if your boss promised you to give you a, a two dollar raise or a five dollar raise and he doesn't give it to you and you've been working your ass off, you will be mad you will be mad as hell you will be mad and pissed off so that's how I felt at this moment and so um nobody's running the ball on the field. Nobody's nobody's trying to tackle anybody. No, nothing's going on. So all of a sudden, at the end of every game, all the players got to come on each side of the field, and then they clap each other's hands. So they're clapping each other's hands, and I remember saying to myself in my head, this can't be real, this can't be real. And the coach, um, so by the time we got to my friend who was on the field, 
I mean, who was on the other team, by the time me and him clapped each other's hands, I remember hearing him say John was wrong because at this time I had my head held down. I was I was pissed off and I just didn't know what else to do. So as soon as I heard him say my name, I just remember I snapped and lost my shit. And I was like, damn, like I just started screaming. I was pissed off. I started throwing my helmet on the ground. I was like 30 seconds after he said that. I just I just started throwing shit. I'm screaming, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yelling. My dad's trying to calm me down. And I'm like, fuck that. He, he told me he will put me in. He told me he will put me. I remember saying this. I, he said he will put me in and he didn't put me in. And I remember feeling like a failure. I remember feeling like I wanted to fight and throw like I wanted to beat up the coach because he said to me that he will put me in. And I remember, you know, I was like, damn, like, this is a fucked up situation. Like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I got to go back to school now and I got to and I got to look embarrassed and I got to look stupid on the basis of what eventually happened. You know, that's how I felt at that moment in time. So so what's the moral of the story? What I'm getting to the the moral of the story the moral of the story is I'm talking about authority. You know, you, you may ask me what I mean. How does this relate to you? Well, here's what I mean by authority. The coach had the authority to allow me to get in the field at that moment in my life, right? The coach had the authority to say, John, I want you to, I want you to get on the field. You know, I want you to get, you know, I want you to get in. Even if it was for two, three minutes, I probably would have been satisfied. But no time on the field, to me, that was unacceptable, you know. But he had, what the point I'm making is, he had the authority to say, look, I could put you in or I don't have to put you in. It's just like the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. And I know this kind of goes hand in hand, but the the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor, they didn't have to take her life. The people who killed Sandra Bland... They didn't have they had the authority to not or take her life. The people who murdered George Floyd, they had the authority to not take their life. So authority in our society, it matters. Whether you're a police judge, whether you're a politician, Congress, teacher, parent, it doesn't matter. Authority matters in every aspect. So the point I'm making here is to comprehend that um, that authority shows up in different forms and fashion in our society and sometimes it could be our boss who treats us like shit who is our authority figure sometimes it could be a police officer who pulls us over sometimes it's our parents who raised us who feel like they're still in authority of us as adults when we were children now looking back at this moment at this moment in my life you know i had the authority in my own life to do something different now, am I saying that if you're in a situation where you can't necessarily get out, that you have the authority to just jump out? That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, although there is authority over us, we still have the authority to a degree over what we can do and what the choices we make. And sometimes we may not see it like that, but just like at that moment, I saw that moment as, damn, I failed, I fucked up damn, I'm, I'm the worst person in the world, yada, yada, it's all these thoughts running through my head. But the authority I had over my life was I had the authority to make a choice. 
you know, I could have played for another team. I could have uh, chose another position. I could have played another sport. Um, I could I could have played anything else. I was playing football at this time. I could have said, you know what, fuck that. I'm, I'm going to go play soccer. Fuck that. I'm going to go play. Uh, I'm going to go into martial arts. Fuck that. I'm going to go into boxing. But I chose to stay in that. I could have chose to quit the team. However, I stayed and learned my lesson. So like I say, whether it be by the government, a teacher, a parent, or us being a parent, we all have to remember that there's always authority over us. But we have to learn sometimes how to deal with it. It may not be fair, um, the authority that we're under, but we have to understand that we're born in this society and we just have to learn how to maneuver through it. And sometimes maneuvering through it can be some of the most hardest things to do. But once we able to maneuver through it and get through it, we're able to learn our lesson. And like like this situation, I'm able to teach somebody else something that they didn't they didn't know. They didn't they may not see it within themselves. You know, you know, they may not see that um, they're able to get out of that situation that they're in with the particular people that they're around you know for example a child who grows up in a poverty a poverty place um who grows up in the hood grows up wherever then they grow up and find information about money maybe they went on google maybe they had a a friend who told them something about money you know maybe whatever the case may be they find out that information they learn about money they learn how to build a business and when they become older, they move out the ghetto, they move out the hood, they move out of that place, they move out of that city, and they they live in a they live in a middle class, or they move out this they move out of that country, you know they travel to gain new perspective and new experiences of that life they live in, and yet for many people, you know be, because we have such a vast a vast a variety of information that we can look up at any given time, whether it be YouTube, Google, or anything, you know, there's so many ways in which people can make a better move than when they're out in life. You know, I knew, a fr- I have a friend of mine, shout out to Joseph, who didn't have a job for a long time. He didn't have a job for a long time. It seemed like he couldn't get over for nothing. Now this dude got two jobs. Him and his wife got two jobs. They work, and I'm happy for him. Because he found a way. And I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that the authority over us, you know, is fair. I'm not saying that, you know, there are not uh, boundaries or uh, systematic oppressions that are upon us. I'm not saying any of that. But what I am saying is this. At the end of the day, regardless of the situation we're in, we still have a choice in the matter. We still have a choice to say, you know what? This authority that I'm a part of is just like being in a job. I have a job, but I may not like my job. So what do I do? Do I sit there and complain? Well, I can complain all day about the job I don't like, but I can also say, you know what? There's a better job out there for me, and I can figure it out. Whether I'm a, whether I'm a felon, whether I'm whether I have a misdemeanor, whatever the situation may be, I still have to try to figure out and, and gain authority over that situation to a degree, you know. And going back to the situation at hand, at that point, I was in, in 10th grade when I was on the field correlating back to authority. I was very disappointed because I felt like I wasn't given a shot. 
and that I could have been I could have been given a shot by the people who told me they would give me a shot. You know, I had practiced all week. You know, I, I assumed, you know, by me practicing and me working my ass off, I thought if I work my ass off, you know, this is what happens. I'm supposed to get on the field. You know, you study hard for a test, so that means you're going to pass the test. You practice hard, which means that you're going to play on the field. And as I became older, I had several incidents where I had to learn that that's not how life works. You know, like I had incidents where I've been fired by bosses, you know, fired for reasons I've done stuff and reasons of being accused for stuff. I've been accused of things and and I didn't even do anything, you know, but that's just life. You know, I have I've been hit by a scooter. I've been I've been hit by a car, (laughs) not a scooter. I've been hit by a car. I was on a scooter. I was going to work. You know, um, I've been heartbroken by family and friends who betrayed me. So the point I'm making is through all those situations, I've learned that sometimes we have to take authority of our own life. And if we don't like the situation we're in, we have to do what we can do at the moment in time to figure out how to maneuver through the situation. Is it gonna be is it gonna be easy? I'm not saying that. Is it gonna be like is it gonna be a cakewalk? No. But if we never do nothing, nothing will ever happen. That's another catch. You know, a lot of people complain about authority, a lot of people complain about presidents, a lot of people complain about politicians. I don't do none of that shit. I don't care about what politicians do in the context of uh they're speaking about this and they don't do this. I don't give a shit. Because at the end of the day, they don't they don't make money for me. They don't pay my bills. So at the end of the day, just like I was sitting on the bench of life, sitting on the bench on the field, I could say, well, those politicians don't do it. But at the end of the day, they don't, they don't pay my bills. So why am I worried about them? You see what I'm saying? You see how I'm taking the authority from them and I'm putting it in my own hands. You know, many people are struggling. Many people have no support or place to go. And just that thought alone is scary. The eviction rate in this country has skyrocketed. The unemployment rate has skyrocketed. And here's what I have to say. Many people like I was at a point in my life where I was sitting on the bench of life. The coach called life is allowing you to get in. So now, like me, when I, like me in high school, we have to make a choice. There are several ways you could try to start again. You know, I know, I know people who do online businesses, you know, Simple investments, things like Forex, people think things like Versage, you know, check that out if you can. You know, there are grants, PPP grants um, to apply for. You know, there are loans. Um, There are people who provide resources in your state, city and country, you know, who can possibly help you. You know, there's resources out there. The point I'm making is the authority that is promised us growing up may not be the authority that may be delivered to us. So we can create our own authority, whether it be by government, whether it be writing letters to our president or politicians, whatever. You know, the, they, they may never, the president may never give us a stimulus check. However, you can create your own stimulus check. You know, otherwise you may be waiting all your life on the bench of life for years to come. A guy once told me, he said, you know, he said that, he said, if you want to hide something from somebody, just put it right directly in front of their face. And sometimes the opportunity of us sitting in the bench is us not making that choice 
to get off the bench. You know, that, that job that, that we need to get to make an extra $100, to make an extra $200, um, to make an extra $300, $400. It's staring us right in the face. But we, we choose a lot of, sometimes we choose to not take authority over our life and say, you know what, well, that job gave up on me, or that woman gave up on me, or da 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 and, and so we keep repeating the same cycle. And so the authority that was once just like me sitting on the bench, I could have said, you know, damn, these coaches ain't giving me a chance. Ain't nobody going to give me a chance. But I didn't say that. I said, you know what, at that moment in life, these coaches didn't give me a chance for whatever reason. And that's it. So the point I'm making is this, guys. Sometimes the only authority that we can depend on is ourselves. And even if that sounds harsh and even if that sounds critical, the only authority sometimes we have to depend on is ourselves. You know, don't be that person five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. You know, I've known people who, uh, one of them, God bless his soul, but 10 years after the fact he was in high school, he told me about how he played high school basketball and he was still like I was the best and da 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 and he was still holding on to that authority because those people gave him a chance and these people in the in the real world didn't seem to give him a chance. And I'm thinking to myself, you have to give your yourself you have to give your own self a shot. So the point I'm making is don't be that person five, ten years down the line who says, I wish I would have took that job. I wish I would have been with that person i wish i wish i wish because that means that you didn't at that moment in time take the authority in your life to say damn you know this opportunity was presented in front of me i'm gonna use it and i'm gonna get off the bench of life sometimes the bit getting off the bench of life all it is is the opportunity we did not take so I just wanted to leave you guys with that. I hope that guys, I hope that resonated with you. I hope that helped you guys. I hope that added some value in your life, and I hope that um, you are able to uh, manifest in your life and and really, you know, do what you got to do. Here on Authentic Minds, where the real seems to be uncommon, you know, I just like to hit on topics that can uh, encourage people and, and make them better. You know, because we're living in some rough times. And I know it's not easy, but I hope that what I have to say resonates with you so that it can help you in your situation. So I wanted to leave y'all with that um, question time. I asked somebody on Facebook, what are your thoughts on good authority versus bad authority on my Facebook page? My friend Franklin Westbrook said bad authority exists on its own. Good authority exists with the influence and credibility. My friend Anastasia said the word authority should be replaced with leadership. If it can't be, then it's considered bad authority. I like that. My friend Tina had it. <laughs> Shout out to Tina. So I'm doing I'm so I'm doing so I'm taking responsibility for my own actions. Now now that helps me to grow as a person because before I used to excuse that it was because someone else had control over me. I went from a victim mentality to a growth mindset I like that getting off the bench of life to starting sometimes guys it's just it's just practically just making a choice to make a decision and say you know what I'm gonna do this even if everybody tells you it's stupid it's dumb 
Even if the decision you are making is, is telling you it's stupid, it's dumb, do it anyway. Sometimes the best decisions I've ever made in my life is the ones that everybody around me says is dumb. It's stupid at that moment in time. But if I did not make it and then I did not take authority of that moment, guess what? I would not be where I'm at. I just want to encourage you guys with that. I'm going to leave off with this poem. Like I said, if you want me to talk about anything, hit me up at jfreemanoliver at gmail.com. Um, or you can reach me at Instagram at johnoliver368. Uh, uh, my assistant will get back with you. And um, I'm going to end it off with this poem. I said, um, <clears throat> this is for the voice of Breonna Taylor. Because your voice will, be, will not be buried in the grave. This is for the voice of Trayvon, because your voice will be not silenced in the grave. This is for the voice of Emmett Till, for your voice won't be buried in the grave. This is for all the slaves who were lynched, for the voices who, will, who won't be hung by their graves. They say Biggie and Tupac died for gunshots, but I beg to differ. Their voices live on through the lives who were not afraid to speak up for black issues, for the voices of Native Americans whose countries were stolen from them, for families who have been sentenced to prison when they were innocent because their daddy and mama were stolen from them. And I don't mean to repeat, but until those cops who were murdered, Breonna Taylor, get gunned down or locked up, I'm going to keep doing this like a virus and a screen that pops up. The point I'm making is when justice don't care about race, then you got to race for authority. You got to boss up on the bosses who wants to fire you off for your employment fee. You see, I'm the same person who sat the bench and could have said that I couldn't be a star until I used that incidence to shoot to the moon in order to raise the bar. I could have complained and said that what happened wasn't fair. I could have sat still and, sat and been shocked like death in the electric chair. You got to be the same one who when your boss threatens to fire you, you create your own throne. When your ex tries to make you feel like they ain't no one better, then you do better than you do it all alone. This is for the lives who lost to police brutality. This is for all those hard workers who lost their job due to COVID salary. This is for all those who feel like giving up is the answer. This is for all those who were in the hospital who are preparing for the other side because they opened their eyes to stage four cancer. You see, I speak for those who feel like there ain't no reason to press on. So I baptize them to focus on this world since my name is John. Sometimes all it takes is hearing someone who went through a, re a relatable situation to be a leader. I'm, I hear the microphone in your heart, my friend. I'm just your speaker. I'm the voice of reason. When it seems that the job ain't no solution. When you falling on financial hard times and you get nothing but contusions. I'm that voice, the one who's leading you to a starring position. When your family, boss, and so-called friends act like you ain't playing the right position. When they gaslighted you because they are popular as a politician. When you are the one who grew up sitting on the bench emotionally because they had because they call you stupid intuition. I'm not telling you not to cry. I'm not telling you not to feel pain. I'm just showing you that sometimes it may be tough, but if you keep walking, then you'll eventually stop feeling the pouring rain. This is for those who I said who this is for those who said that it couldn't that what it couldn't. This is for those who who were told who my bad. This is for those who said I could when I felt like I couldn't. This is for those who told me I could write when writing when I felt like it when I felt like nothing in my life was written. This when I thought it was over like a suicide note. When telling me 
the one telling me that I could be an A student when F mindset was the only when when I thought it was all a hoax. What what they ah, what they were to me, I'm gonna be to you. So if you sitting on the bench of life, then it's time for a different point of view. Time for time for you to become a star although it feels like a wish time for you to break through those depression thoughts since life seems to be a bitch time for you to clock out your situation it may be a year or three but i'm but i'm speaking to you with no hesitation so just in case you think i spoke so it doesn't make sense just remember my friends all sometimes it's got to do is make a decision and you eventually never sit the bench like i say guys Hit me up at jfreemanoliver at gmail.com. If there's anything you want me to speak about, let me know. And I'll talk about it. Nothing stupid. But just, I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you're out there shining, grinding. I wish you guys the best.